Maybe today's the day I break 80 Want the ball to draw, but it keeps on fading No OB and no bogeys I gotta keep it on the 80, it's the gold Would you hit it on one? Straight up the gut, baby Now I got a wedge on my short game cravings Little bit of edge on the sport makes gravy So punch out the rough and tune to break 80 Break 80 This is a Break 80 Podcast Masters Moving Day Wrap-Up Edition. Stouts here, joined by my guy, Mike. Mike, are you sad that we have one more day to go? I am, I am. I, uh, I had a couple of azaleas I mixed up today. And at least, at least, Scotty came back a little, well, mainly more so Cam caught him a little bit, probably. So we got ourselves a little bit of a, of a battle tomorrow, anyway, instead of just a complete annihilation by Scotty Scheffler. Well, Scotty had the five-shot lead, now down to a three, um, to a guy that's just been a cold-hearted assassin in Cam Smith. I mean, they're going to be battling it out in the final pairing. Uh, picture yourself being Scotty over now, trying to get sleep, trying to, like, figure out uh, how would you spend your day waiting to hit that first tee shot, knowing that you don't tee off, you know, at local time until, like, you know, 1 o'clock or whatever it is. Yeah, I – me, I wouldn't sleep. I wouldn't have any sleep. Shit, I don't even sleep before I go. Like, you know, if I'm going to play some nice course around here, I know I'm excited about it. I don't even sleep, let alone the Masters. But I don't know. I just, I don't know if things bother him. I think he's he's got that, like, Fred Couples kind of vibe to him where he just kind of strolls around. And I know at his press conference, he said, they asked him what you can do. He's like, I don't know, watch The Office, eat some dinner. He hit golf balls till dark again. He was out on the range till dark every night. Um, you got to think, and maybe he just plays it off that way, but I don't know. Yeah. He could definitely be one of those guys that, you know, on the outside is really good at hiding it, but he could be, you know, inside, not panicking all that much either. But I think part of like even hitting balls on the range, it's something to do until like it gets dark, you know, you got to keep active and keep yeah from thinking about, you know, too much. And I think that would be the hardest part is being in that final pairing is just waiting for your tea time. Yeah. And I don't know, like the masters is a little different because there aren't as many players. So, you know, I think they still tee off at kind of the traditional time in the day, I guess, but I don't know if it, if it matters or not what they do around there. I'm not sure. I could see them maybe watching a little bit too, like just trying to get feels for, you know, certain shots and, you know, Typically on a Sunday, the course is set up, you know, usually the same all, all the time, but, you know, just kind of seeing how balls are moving on the greens and, you know, landing positions and things like that too. Yeah. I just, I think those guys are just such creatures of habit. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if he just does what he does every, every tournament, probably eats the same fucking meal every tournament before every round. I don't know. Creatures of how you write it. You got it. Well, yeah. nine guys shot under par. I mean, obviously the course played difficult because, there was some big ones, including, you know, even Tiger shot his worst round ever at Augusta. I mean, there, um, I mean, if you shot under par, you were playing well, you were gaining a lot of strokes on the field and even Cam Smith's 68. I mean, are you kidding me? Only guy in the sixties today. So he's got, he's got good thoughts going in tomorrow for sure. Yeah, it was, uh, 
54.5% of the field for greens in regulation today. That's pretty, pretty low for the best players in the world. So you're saying my, my 10 greens in reg today at Monticello Country Club <laughs> is, is higher than that. I, I think that you kicked the show of the best players in the world today. <laughs> <laughs> but that yeah. like, like looking at some of these stats just makes me wonder, you know, so the field's about 50% on greens and reg. Tiger today, for those of you out there that watched him, he, put, he putted like he had hardly ever golfed before. He had 36 putts, 39 if you count the three that were right on the fringe don't technically count. He had like four three putts, four putts. It's just mind-boggling because that's like, you know, he goes maybe not the best putter in history, but the best clutch putter in history probably. And uh, it just makes you wonder what the average golfer would, would shoot out there today. It, it has to be astronomical. You know, in Tiger, well, stat-wise, he lost basically five shots to the field on the greens. I mean, he his speed was way off. He was not confident over the short ones. And I actually had given him some props. When I watched him Thursday, I thought that was the one club that looked super comfortable for him. Like, mm-hmm. he was legging great. He was making the short ones. The stroke looked, you know, like Tiger of old. And then I, I don't know if he – is he running out of steam? Is he kind of losing his focus a bit? Is he is the physical part of, you know, walking, getting to him? I mean, there's got to be something there. Yeah, I don't know. It's got to be something. But I just think it was a tough day. Kevin Knopf five-putted. And Kevin Knopf's a good putter. And Kevin Knopf five-putted. Like, like I – like – I just, I, when I was watching today and, you know, mixing drinks and whatever, trying to get my daughter into golf a little bit, she was yeah. putting, she was putting next to the, next to the couch. Heck yeah, um, good, Let's go. Oh yeah. I was trying to get her in there. Um, I kept thinking to myself, God, what would I shoot today? Like, you know, I'm, you know, somewhere around scratch, depending on the day. And I'm just sitting there thinking I would just get annihilated out here. Just the chipping and putting is so hard and difficult it's crazy. I think, you know, for, you know, especially, I, I think off the tee, it wouldn't be a, a huge issue. Cause even if you go left, left or right a little bit, like you've got, you can advance your ball up there, but yeah, once you get anywhere in the green vicinity, chipping or putting, you are, that's kind of where the normal person, the scratch golfer would, would lose a lot of strokes. Yeah. And I think the other thing, probably that your average golfer that just plays, you know, Muni golf, or there's maybe a few country clubs around here anyway that have some some slope to it. But I think you have so many funky stances and shots. Just watching those guys ball above the feet, ball below the feet, you know, all the time, all day long. That's what you end up with in the fairways. Uh, that's gotta that's gotta be tough too. Uh, going back real quick to Kevin, now you think he walked that fifth one in? I don't know. He, I didn't see it. <laughs> I didn't see it. I saw a video of like his par putt, yeah. his par putt that rolled way away. <laughs> oh, that had to be a disaster. So, what do you, what do you think is, uh, you know, what do you think Tiger will shoot tomorrow? I, the weather's supposed to be decent. I mean, typical pin locations. We'll talk about course setup here in a little bit. But what do you think is realistic? I mean, is he running think- on team? Will he will leave with like a good under par round, or what do you? I think he will. I think he'll play well. I just think. Um, I'm sure he's out. I'm sure he's completely gassed and he, you know, he's, he's visibly limping, you know, at times he can't get down and read a putt really like the, you know, a normal crouch, but I think he's such a competitor and he's got so much pride. I think, I think you'll see him really grind tomorrow and try to 
and try to um, shoot a low round if if nothing else for his own mental state you know because i'm assuming now is he going to try to play like the at least the majors like uh, i would think he'd play the majors i didn't you man you'd think maybe you try to get one more competitive tournament in before another one yeah. because you, i'm you know thinking what? the opens at the opens at st andrews you know yeah. love st andrews it's you know i've played st andrews it's a super easy walk it's very flat you know you, you're only as some undulations up around the greens and stuff um but in, and it's St. Andrews. So I got to think he's going to go play over there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Um, he actually today maybe hit it better than the first two days. He hit it pretty good. Just putted just atrocious by his standards. Um, so I don't know. He's playing with John Rom, So that'll be a fun, fun pairing there. Rom and uh, what else we got? Rory and. Who's he paired with? Um, Rory's playing with um, Rory's Morikawa, I think. Morikawa, yeah, yeah. That that'll yeah, be a fun one to follow. Good, I wonder if I wonder if Rom will. Uh, I wonder if Tiger will give Rom any any pointers because Rom was the one that said. <laughs> now he will. Now he will. There's yeah. No pointers for him. Just Justin Thomas gets them all. <laughs> Boy, Rom sure needs some pointers. I mean, the guy is a disaster right now too. Ball striking, whatnot. Um, I would say the other thing. You know about tomorrow. Actually, you know what? Going back to Rory real quick, he 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 top ten one round too early. He usually waits for Sunday to kind of sneak in that top ten. But he had a great, yeah. great round three. He's there. I mean, he's he's not obviously not going to win. I don't. But he's he's plus one. Um, I don't. He could easily. I mean, you look between him at plus one and Shane Lowry at two under it in T four. He could squeeze. He could get. A, he could be a top five by the end of this thing. Which is crazy. Same yeah. Same thing with Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas must really be kicking himself about round one. <clears throat> yeah. Because he, you know, he shot even today in that terrible wet. You know, it was really windy. Great yesterday. Um, you know, let's say he shoots even round one. He's at five. You know, he's 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 in solo third. Except with, with at least round an one. Chance. Round one for him should have been the gettable round. I mean, that should have been the one weather-wise. He had a pretty good draw. He, he had a pretty good draw to, to, to score. Well, yeah, you can't, yeah, I, I, Augusta, you can't shoot yourself out of it in the first round. I mean, it was going to be an uphill battle for him, but as we think about tomorrow, um, you know, master Sunday, it's, you know, even people that don't like watching golf, they always watch master Sunday or at least the back nine. Um, I like to go through a couple of the classic whole setups that the committee always does. Um, Hole two, we always get that far right one where Louis Ustase and made the two on a par five. What we call yeah, that roll, double that, eagle or the albatross? Runs, you want to call runs it? the ridge and just breaks the whole way right to the hole. Yep. Yeah. So if they hit that, that's always a fun one to watch. Um, hole eleven, we've always kind of had front location with that added distance. And they put one back there. That could be a tough one because I think it kind of goes close to the water and you overhook one there. Eleven, I think. I don't know. Left, isn't it? Plays it plays about the hardest hole out there probably. I think yes yesterday, I haven't seen the numbers today, but like yesterday, only like fourteen percent of the field hit that green regulation or something like that on eleven. Yeah, they all bail right. I mean, it's yep. you don't want to you don't want to mess with the water, and it's in the and they were getting up and down at, at that point. But I think tomorrow, if they put it in the back, I think it might be a tougher up and down from that front front um, right spot. Hole twelve, we know, is also going to be to the far right. Um, you know how many guys will we see? Put in the drink tomorrow. That'll be 
kind of fun to watch down the stretch. 13, we're going to get the, you know, Phil, Phil from the Pine Straw short right as well, just above Ray's Creek. 16, yeah. we're going to get the Vern Lundquist, you know, back left funnel pin. I, I really like the pin on 16 today. That's a fun pin. That's a tough one. Yeah, because you missed left. It could be – it's like we talked about, I think, on – was it uh, Thursday maybe? That that basically, you know, 16 can be either a two or a four. Yeah, I mean, it, you missed your spot. It's you really, good four if you hit it, two. You know, you think about it. You watch like Cam Smith there today. The wind was blowing uh, – let's see. It would have been towards the bunker. It was, you know, it would have been blowing yep. to the right of the green. I think in the air, he thought he had a really good shot. I think he hit it right where he wanted to, and it looked it was gonna be it was tracking. And yeah. the wind the wind caught it and pushed it into the bunker and he missed that shorter putt and I made bogey there. But yeah, that'll be that'll be the funnel hole where everything will run down towards somebody yep. will probably make a hole in one. Who knows? A lot of Sundays we get the hole in ones. A lot yep. of Sundays. And then 18 we'll put it in the middle, middle of the swale. The, the uh, 18th. Boy, the 18, the 18 T shot is showing its teeth this year. Man, both our, our two leaders both hit the trees left today. Yeah, tell what do you, you uh take tell me your take on Scotty, you know, getting you know finding his ball, but you know, getting away with the bogey there seemed to be yeah, um lucky. I'm actually surprised he like that should be a really comfortable tee shot for him. He hits a cut, you know, like if you if you watched him at all today. On 13, where he, if he is forced to hit a huge sweeping hook, it is like, it is like going to the Muni course and just, it's crazy. (laughs) It is, it's crazy. He really, you you think his legs move a lot when his normal swing, he's swinging around trying to hook that thing. It's wild. His hands don't give above his waist. Yeah. It's crazy. It's yeah. It's, it's an interesting swing, but you were like, you were saying if that ball is a little further left in those woods. Yeah. The rule is you get, you know, you declare you know declare him playable you get two club lengths but if you're still in the crap and you can't hit you're you've got some tough decisions to make and i think i think he may, i think he may have went back and reteed i mean like because if you if you were watching it and I, you know and the, the awesome thing about the whole thing is they got the camera right there and they're yeah. discussing you know all kinds of stuff it was it was you know, where was my two club legs going to get to? And then they were talking about if a pine needle is, is a leaf, can he move the pine needles? For, <laughs> at, at, at first, the guy said, seemed to say, like, kind of no, but the Scotty Cameron's like, or Scotty Cameron, Scotty Scheffler's like, isn't a pine needle like a leaf? That's what he said to the guy. And then they, then they, they finally agreed that he could move the pine needle as long as he didn't move any dirt. <laughs> But he, but you know, he took two full club lengths because he he dropped twice and then placed. I mean, he was out as far as you could get, and he had a full swing, but that tree was right there, kind of behind him. So I'm thinking, if that ball drops even a foot farther left in the into the shit there, yeah, I, I don't know if he doesn't just go back and re tee. Yeah, if he doesn't swing, and like you think about, I was mentioning Kevin Na at the Valero. I mean, he got in the woods, and because he found his ball and he couldn't take two club lengths really anywhere to get it out, he got stuck in there and ended up shooting, you know, getting a 16. Now we're not talking, he wasn't in the thick of the woods. I mean, he had some trees there, but um, yeah, that would have been a decision. And, well, you know, in classic Scotty uh, Shuffler form, stuff's a long iron, a little bit long, but well, right at the flag again. It's I mean, like those two guys, those two guys, you know, are the best they're the best players in the world right now for sure they've played the best 
you know, hands down. And they both did the same thing essentially on 18 after, after the drop, I think Scheffler hit three iron from like 240 uphill long and, and Cam Smith hit one way left. It came back out and he had 250 something and hit, hit a wood over the green too. Like, land the green, like, like the, the announcers follows like saying, well, I think, I think Shepard's going to lay one up here to about 80 yards short of the green. And then he's laces <laughs> a three iron over the back. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Those two, those two guys are fun to watch. Anytime they hit a swing, it's just, you just think it's going to be right. The flag. Well, because of those two guys, it, we, I would assume here we've got a two horse race. Now, of course you could have somebody else, but with the two two horse race, those two guys, who do you think walks away with the jacket? Hmm. <laughs> you know, I think Scheffler will still hang on. I think with, you know, Cam Smith's going to have to fire another 67, 68. And that's just it. And that's just, and then hope Scheffler shoots even par, um, you know, which is a, probably a lot to ask back to back days. But I think the course, w- the one thing that scares me for Scheffler is I think the course is going to dry out even more. It's going to firm up. And that's a Cam Smith kind of golf there. The Aussie. Uh, the Aussie, you know, it. really, he's, he is a great chipper of the golf ball um, and, and really good in those conditions. But I, three shots, if we're just looking at the stats here, let's see, a three shot lead all time. They are seven for 12. So they're seven and five. So it's, it's not, it's far from over. It's, a, it's a lot less of a sure bet as it looked yesterday. I mean, just think about, okay, let's say hole one. Let's say that Cameron Smith birdies it and Scheffler bogeys it. I mean, after one hole, it's already down to one, you know, one yep, shot. That's kind of, and, and I could so, you can so see that happening on a few of those early holes at Augusta. Yeah, um, a birdie versus bogey for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's kind of what's probably got to happen. But I don't know. I just, I, it's one of those weird things where I always, the pessimist in me keeps thinking, you know, Scheffler has been so hot. At some point, he, he has not played a bad round of golf in forever. It's been like two months. You know, <laughs> oh like today, God. today, he, today he, he probably wasn't that happy. He still shot one under. There were only like nine guys in the field that shot under par. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, I kind of with you. I think um, Scotty hangs on, but, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Cam makes moves and, um, you know, makes it a, a fun back nine master Sunday for sure. Yeah, I'm just really glad that Cam Smith played well today. So we got a little something, you know, like let's say let's say Cam Smith shoots two under and he's at four, and Sheffler's up five. You know, that's that's a really big that's ask. A tough I know one overcome. That's, that's a, a Greg Norm- that's a Greg Norman esque Greg Norman esque yeah. loss that happened there. Um, but three, I don't know. Spieth Spieth had a, had a three shot lead, and he, in was the it, middle of, in the three? middle, I think it was three or five or something. Maybe well, even yeah, bigger. I it was five maybe. That was five. It might have been 700 to 200 and blew that one. So anything can happen. You know, you get to those holes, and I think the wind is supposed to be down a little bit tomorrow, right? Yep. Well, like, it should look be at, a nice day. A little cold, but should be one of the nicest days of the week. Look at Scheffler on 12 today. That wind, he tried to play a little nine iron. He's lucky he got into the bunker. Didn't hit it very well. And then he hit the bunker shot over, you know. But speaking of that, that was a wild hole if you didn't watch it. Swartzel does the old hard like pull just powered it over the green into the woods in the back and it came trickling down the hill right behind the green so he had like the same chip that Scheffler had after he hit his bunker shot over I was like what the hell well if that's gonna happen you might as well start playing that just so you get it over yeah 
but uh, so 12, I don't know, 15. No, there's not been a single Eagle on 15 this week. First time since 1966. So, well, um, the guys say that's the hardest wedge shot in golf. Yeah. 15 because the downslope and then the green so crazy that it's, it's not easy you, go, you don't want to overspin it. Cause that you get tons of spin on that. That sucks back. And then, then you're wet. And then that's where how you get, was it Sergio a couple years back that kept tin cup in it, kept spinning yeah. it back in the water. Yeah. And I think they get like, um, it's probably a little bit to do with the cold. Maybe it was into the wind today. Um, and it was cold. It just doesn't seem like any of them off the tee are quite far enough up where they want or they're willing to go for it they're all in that like 250 260 range well they added they added i think they added distance on 15 because there were yep, six guys coming in with you know seven irons and five irons so they that that's kind of this year you don't see as many guys even you know you said no eagles so they're they're definitely laying up um, a lot more than they have in the past 15 had some good drama from the shane from shane lowry and his caddy today when he when his caddy like uh his i think what happened is his caddy screwed up the layup yardage i think lowry wanted to be farther up or something and so he ends up being 130 out and then he hits a wedge over the kind of not over around the back of the green and he dropped the f-bomb on cvs talking to his caddy about the yardages i think it was for the layup uh because he wanted to be farther up he was pissed and then the next hole he was three jack just looked just pissed for a couple holes and then he ended up you know still shooting uh He's finishing at two under, I guess. Fiery Irishman. I have a question for you real quick. All right. You get to play, you get to play one par three, one par four, and one par five at Augusta. That's all they let you play. Which ones do you pick? Ah, man. Um, well, the par five is 13. Yeah. I want to play 13. Um, the par four, I think I'd want to play 18. I don't think it's the best, probably par four but you know it's 18 and i want to hit i want to hit, hit that tee shot up up the sh- up the shoot from the back tee to see what it's like and you know like and then i think par ah oh, the par threes kill me because i think 16 is kind of fast i love 12 yeah 12 would be a fun one i i i think funnel pin on 16 would be fun too trying yeah, to hit would. The that they hit i just think like yeah the shot on 16 is probably more fun but something about that area on 12 where everything is just mowed down, like from the, from the tee box on a, or the green on 11 to 12, you know, everything is just mowed down. It's just super yeah. short. It's, it, it's, it's so sweet. It's cool. How about I'm you? Trying to think. Uh, well, I would, I would definitely 13. I, you know, it doesn't set up super well for me. I don't play, I'm a left-hander. I don't play a, a cut by any means. So it'd be, you know, kind of a tougher tee shot for me, but um. I just, I just love the look of it. I love seeing shots from the tee box on that. I love the second shot, you know, hopefully you get a spot where you could think about going for it. Um, I love the green. Um, so I, I think 13 for sure on that one. I think I'm a 16 guy. I would love to have that funnel, you know, that chance to put one tight. Um, as far as par fours go, you can go a couple different, different routes. You know, we've got, like you said, 11 would be kind of fun to try. Um, I actually would like to play three. Yeah. I think well, three would kind of be fun because it's that short one, but it's like when you see those guys hit left of the green on three is just very difficult. You're, you're way below the hole. You can barely see the top of the flag stick. I think that would be kind of be a fun, challenging one too. I, I, I think hole two would also, I guess, from a par five perspective, kind of be a fun one to try. Yeah. There's some fun ones. Like I think uh, like for par three, six looks awesome too. Where you tee up way, you're way up top there because you when when they show back to the tee box, all the fans sit below the hill. 
you know so you're teeing yeah. up above the fans and everything. that's a cool and a really cool green complex but yeah i don't know how the hell a person gets on Augusta. if everybody out there listening you want to you want to get break <laughs> get break 80 out there and see if we can break 80 from any of the tee boxes <laughs> i'll try to break 80 from just the green if you put me on there i'd love to i would love to be the media fun. the media guys the media guys i think some get to go out now on monday you know and play yeah definitely uh that would be a dream come true for sure anything else from augusta saturday I, movering day edition I, I do i do we had a couple 80s today uh harold varner who had, was playing great and and adam scott now i have a th- <laughs> i have a theory here adam scott if those of you that follow uh my instagram so i posted a picture today of adam well, i've been posting it every day but today was like kudos to you adam scott N- normal looking outfit you know just a normal looking sweater with gray pants it wasn't all the same color but just a little bit off and then he went out and shot 80 so i think maybe he's got to go back to the crazy shit but everything is like weird color all the same to get the mojo get the back sweater, get the base sweater back on yeah. adam get the mojo back and then, oh, also a great one to watch tomorrow. Uh, Tyrrell Hatton and Billy Horschel are in the same grouping. There will be clubs thrown and bitching. They might, who knows? They could get Mike them up. They Mike them up. They could get in a fist fight. We never know. Two of them. I would love Mike those two guys up. Just, yeah. I mean, I know you hate the whining part, but sometimes if part of me thinks that's super entertaining. Just... Tyrrell Hatton's great. He might be the most entertaining guy out there. He throws clubs and he'll flick off the golf ball. And he must, yeah, he should be mic'd up every round. If they, yeah, if the PGA Tour knows what they're doing, I mean, of course, it's 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 a major, so it's not the PGA Tour. But if they know what they're doing, they they could uh, they could get some more viewers definitely following that group with some mic ups. I didn't. I wonder how the app was today. I was watching on TV and stuff. Like I know the app was catching f bombs all over the place the other day. That app is money. That it app, is. it's I, so good. How can how can they? I mean, every you know every major has its own app, but the master ones by far is so nice you get to hit see every shot you can you know hey so and so did this on this hole well let me go watch it you know i want to see kevin not five but i want to see you know some of these the shank that they that i hear all about i suppose they can they can do it because it's a smaller field maybe you know like i was thinking about that why wouldn't the pga tour just do that every freaking you know because the pga tour's got shot link they have they have every shot of everybody on video probably in case something crazy happens they want to be able to show it you know, I don't have their setup on each hole. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how that would, because it is, work. it is a great, the app is great, but so, I don't know. I just hope we get a, we get some sort of fireworks tomorrow. Yeah. It'll be interesting. It'd be fun to talk about. We, we will be back uh, to, to wrap up things and uh, you know, see who puts on that green jacket. And we'll also talk about, are we going to do our final, yeah, gotta, final yeah, championship? little recap talk about those top courses so um yeah that's what we got for tonight all right we'll see what happens tomorrow get the beers get the beers cold the pimento i, I tried to buy pimento cheese today at the grocery store i went looking for it and i don't think it can taste good at all <laughs> but we we did we, we did not we did not find it it was either sold out or they did not have it so i was okay with that you know, and, and I, I, that I just love the master's song. I mean, I'm, I'm going to try to savor it. Cause I know that, you know, 365 days left until we, you know, see, get to the next master. So and they always so, do a great job. The intro kind of stuff is always like today they had, they had talked about the weather and the wind and stuff and they shoot they yeah. the wind blowing around. was really good. So, all right. Well, well, we appreciate it. Um, you know, if you could help us out, like, and subscribe, but, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to get as much content out for you guys as possible. Um, also hit us up things you want to talk about. I mean, 
should probably ask more often for the listeners what they want to hear, but we just love talking golf. So you got something, let us know. Yeah. We need ideas. Send it our way. All right. Let's, let's finish strong tomorrow. We'll see you guys later. Hope for a good one later. Maybe today's the day I break 80. Want the ball to draw, but it keeps on fading. No OB and no bogeys. I gotta keep it on the 80. It's the gold Did you hit it on one? Straight up the gut, baby. Now I got a wedge on my short game cravings. Little bit of edge on the sport makes gravy. So punch out the rough and tune to break 80. Break 80. Break 80.